Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. Welcome back. After way too long of a break, I'm really excited that you all press play today because I'm really excited to be back doing this thing which we haven't done in way too long. And I'm really excited to do it with the person I'm doing it with, my co-host, my best friend in the world, John Shirky. How are you? Jamie, I'm good. You know what? Um, the the old saying, absence make the, makes the heart grow fonder, right? I yeah. mean, I think we both have have had our ups and downs the last year in terms of the podcast and our life stuff and all of these things. And for whatever reason, yesterday, I was just like, all right, when are we going to do another podcast? And you're like, I was thinking the exact same thing. And it's funny how the world, the universe, higher being, whatever you believe in, right, kind of gets us to the place where we need to be. And if we listen to it and we follow that, man, our life is going to be a lot more fulfilling. And I'm happy to be here with you today and with whoever else is still listening uh, after this hiatus you know, clearly we appreciate you. So thanks for joining us. Absolutely. I, I just like, I keep reflecting on what the podcast brought for the three years that we did it, you know, and like, I don't want that to be gone. And so even when we weren't recording, I was like, man, like I'll have a thought process. I'm like, that would be a really good topic to talk to somebody about, because I'm curious and I want to explore the the feelings that I'm having or the frustrations that I'm having with it. And I think everybody that listens to podcasts generally and, you know, books on tape and things like that gets to this place where like, I'm, I'm seeking something. I'm looking for something. I'm looking for a dialogue really, which is weird because it's not, you're not really in conversation with that person, but being a fly on the wall in these conversations brings your your brain to this place where you feel like you're involved in solving these challenges. And, and I say this when I work with coaches and with leaders and groups is like, you know, this is a Craig Rochelle thing. He's like, you're the CPS, you're the chief, chief problem solver. Right. And that's what our task is. And I, I really find that to be the task of whatever role I've been in, in life is like, what's the challenge here and how do we overcome it? And I think, the pod, the medium that is podcast allows for a lot of new exploration into problems we hadn't thought about before. And to experts, I mean, I don't think of us as the experts here, but like to people that are willing to have these conversations and say, I don't always know, but I'm willing to ask. And so that's, to me, that's the thing that I've missed about doing this is to have these really transparent conversations where like, I don't know the answer. What do you think? Yeah. And and I also think part of, you know, where I was at when I stepped away from the podcast the first time, you know, we, we had been doing it for a long time and it was through COVID, which I, not that I want to come back to the COVID conversation, right? But there was, there's a ton of fatigue still lingering from, from that. And as we see things start to come back, you know, I, I, I was just at a place in with the podcast and with our, we were doing it so often. Yeah. It, it, it felt like I just needed a break. Right. And I, and I think, I think about all of the conversations we have, whether it be with athletes or coaches or anybody, right. If, if you don't take that break to 
do something different, right? Your brain, your body, your fill in the blank gets fatigued and we don't get to reach our full potential. And I just think about like, okay, yeah, it's been four or five months since you've done this. It's been longer, you know, maybe I was on the last one, but it was, you know, I had a pretty good absence before that too. And, and I just think about now all of the different things I've, before we hit record, I'm like, this could go a million different directions right now, which is, I can't tell you how exciting I, that is for me because yeah. I, I do think for me at the end, it was kind of like, oh, we're having the same conversation yeah. with the same people. And, and it's, and it just got to be something where I wasn't looking forward to it and I wasn't bringing my best anymore. And that wasn't fair to you. And it wasn't fair to the listeners. So well, I'm excited because we now have all of this time to, to draw from whether it's things, topics, experiences, life changes in six months for sure. So yeah. uh, I'm excited to get after it again. Well, and I think what what is interesting about what you just said is that every, recovery is a skill, right? Recovery is necessary for performance to continue to improve. And, you know, like, yeah, it wasn't every day. I can't imagine people that podcast like once or twice or three times a week or every day and like how just it feels like you're on the roller coaster again or on that same sort of merry-go-round and just seeing the same things again. Like that's not how either of us are built. And so, yeah, I mean, this is sort of an apology and sort of an explanation, right? <laughs> you know, like, so I think for both of us, like stepping away and getting back at it, but there are also reasons why we've stepped away you know for me personally i'll explain that and some of you listeners out there know some of this stuff but what about you what have you been up to here in the last four or five months oh man year uh, plus. yeah no um still in montana so for those of you who you know have followed along with hannah and i's journey in life my wife and i tend to move around quite a bit and frequently we get the oh we can't keep track of where you're at. Reality is we are still in Bozeman, Montana. We love it. Um, we live right down the street from Montana State. And that ultimately, Jamie, when you ask, okay, what have you been doing the last four or five months? For me, it really has been dedicating my time to improving my skills and my connections and my relationships with uh, Montana State football. And it's I, I can't tell you how awesome it is to go into a fall and feel like, man, I have some traction because last year I did, I worked with the team as well, but we didn't really know what it was going to look like or how it was going to go and how successful it was going to be. And now coming in with, for me, right. I'm a context guy. So if I have something to, to build off of, and I kind of have some uh, expectation, it's a little easier and more comfortable for me, but that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, we're week three or four. I don't know. At this point, we're kind of in it right now. We're just about to start conference play. And it's been really cool, man, to, to see people, whether it be our athletes or our coaches or whoever, engage in a process that maybe they have never done before um, and to start to see some value in that because of the consistent work they're doing. Yeah. And what I, what I keep coming back to visually here, I haven't had a conversation with you on Zoom in a long time, is this map behind you that is your oh, golf map. It yeah. looks much fuller right now than the last time i saw it maybe that's just you you filled in some pictures but it looks like you've got like the whole pacific northwest west coast like south 
Yeah. This is awesome. Tell us about this journey. Like you are a golfer. Everybody here knows that, but this is a cool deal because I, I, I'm about maps. So. Yeah, no. So boy, it's probably been a year, year and a half, maybe, uh, since I decided my wife was like, Hey, what, what do you want your, one of your goals to be? And I said, I want to play golf in all 50 States. And again, I have an incredibly supportive, thoughtful, loving wife who she was just like, cool, let's figure out how to do it. And let's just do a bunch right now because why would we wait? And we love to travel anyway. And, and so now it's, it's been a cool thing to whenever we travel, um, we try to make it a point if we haven't golfed in that state to, to bring our golf clubs or rent clubs and, and make it work versus it just being this thing that's like, Oh, what do you want to do today? Oh, maybe we could go golf. It's, it's more of an intentional thing. And you're right. Uh, all of the West coast. Um, I mean, you can't see this on video, I guess for everybody else, but Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri, kind of the middle of the, the, the country and then everything else that's left is east of that. So, um, yeah. it's been pretty cool. Yeah. It's, I love, again, if we go back to episode one or episode 34 or anything, that word intentional, right? Just like when we make these processes in life intentional, they all of a sudden start to happen. They start to like, I you can call it a manifestation or whatever you say. It becomes manifest in your life because you say, okay, I'm going to do this. And the thing that I love about Hannah, your wife, and I've had many conversations she like her first question is what's stopping you from doing that like or why aren't you doing it right now what can we do to make sure that it happens and i would just challenge like what what an amazing way to live and what an amazing way to lead right to ask that question to your followers to your charges to your employees to your students to your athletes whatever it might be what's stopping you right why not is it just a great question? And then how do we make it happen? There's, there's just power in that in unforeseen ways. And I love it because like, you know, yes, the, the West coast doesn't have as many States as the East coast, but it's also not like super easy to get to these places unless you're choosing to do it on purpose. Right. I mean, Idaho, Idaho uh, was was not the the most convenient to get to, even though we live right next door in terms of states. I mean, it's still a long ways for us to get to Idaho, right? And so, it's, it's the mountains. Yeah, you got to cross the mountains. No, it, dude, it's it's been an awesome uh, journey. And one of the most recent places that we got to play was East Coast because that's a lot of a lot of states where I haven't played yet, and um, we ended up again it, this strategic intentional conversation about we were going to check out a sailboat in annapolis maryland and hannah's like hey how many states can we get right and so (laughs) so become it it becomes like a challenge and that was cool because i played in four states in basically three days um because they're i mean crazy i haven't spent much time on the east coast and you talk about west coast being you know big states and east coast being Man, you can get to a lot of places in a short amount of time as long as you don't get stuck in traffic. For sure. Um, I think about people being like, oh, it's four hours to get from New York City to D.C. or something. I have no idea that that's actually true. But 
right? It's four hours from me in southwestern Minnesota to get to where we used to live in northwestern Minnesota. Actually, it's like five hours, right? So like we don't, and I can drive up there twice a year to work with their wrestling team or three times a year. Like that's no problem. And so thinking about doing that in that context, like let's do something we love doing, get out and play some golf. What a, what a cool thing. I have a map of the state of Minnesota where I try and drive every road in the state of Minnesota. And again, it sounds weird. It's a strange, I'm a weirdo. Um, but I get to see all these little towns as a you know, small town football guy growing up. And like, I get to see all these tiny little towns where I've heard about them, but I have no idea where they are until you start taking out a map. And like, it, again, it's an intentional way to see these places that you'd never see before. You probably aren't going to Pennsylvania and New Jersey when you go to Maryland unless unless you have this this goal so uh, which it, yeah it reminds me i mean you talk about the roads map and the thing that came to my mind actually i just sent out a tweet not that long ago and because i was reading in this book right where it's like uncertainty creates possibilities and I, it that statement just smashed me across the face because first of all i don't love uncertainty well i don't i don't the thing that came to me right away is like, I talk about this all the time with athletes. Our brains are certainty seeking machines. Like this is what we do, right? We, we think about mindset. Our brains are looking for what is known. What is certain? What can I guarantee today so that I remove the uncertainty and the fear or the worry or the anxiety around the uncertainty, but uncertainty creates possibility. Speak to that a little bit. Well, I, again, I mean, I, when you were talking about the roads and the maps, I was like, you know, yeah, it's cool to check off. It's cool to check off the States. It's cool to check off the roads. And if you aren't open to the possibilities of what you encounter along the way and the experiences and the growth and the, again, the opportunities, right. We're missing out on most of the good, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I get to, yeah. I get to put a picture in my map that says I played golf in New Jersey, but you know, it's about how did we get there? The fact that I've never been to New Jersey. I didn't know anything about New Jersey. And it, a lot of those places out there look a lot like the Midwest. Yeah. And it's like, wait, this is not at all what I expected. And it's a different experience. And it opens our eyes to the possibility that maybe, you know, our my bias, my belief about the East Coast isn't exactly true because I don't have anything to actually base it on except for... Yeah three experiences, right? Three random interactions you had with somebody or, and this is, this is something I'm wrestling with. I'm working with a couple of younger athletes that have all of this like ingrained set of perceptions because of TV or let's face it, Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Like they're just like, oh, this is how life is, you know? And I said something the other night, I'm like, chicken or the egg, you know? And the kid looks at me like, what? And I was like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? He's like, what? <laughs> you know, just like this conversation. It's like, this blows my mind. And I'm like, how many of these sort of things do we just take for granted because of our experience or our bias or our, our perception of life is already there. It's already built for us by the culture around us, you know? And and one of the things that we've been talking about in our life a lot is change and like how difficult change is for most people. And like, I, I'm wrestling with why, 
right? Why is this? Well, part of that is this like ingrained bias perception idea that comes with all of our life experience. And the certainty change, yeah. change is uncertain yeah. because even, even when you think you know what you're getting, right, you, you're probably not. Yeah. There's, and I was, I was reading something the other day that I thought was just really kind of challenged my thinking. And it said, you know, as much it was in uh, creativity Inc. It's the Pixar book, right. Um, about Pixar's formation and, and it's, it's really good. It's a great leadership book, but it talks about how once we change one piece, all of the infrastructure that supported that piece also changes, right? You can't be the leader that's like, oh, we got to change this and expect everything else to say the same because all of the infrastructure supported the previous thing that the previous result that you got was supported and created by the system that you have. And so, you know, I, I'm, I love the idea of systems and processes and like getting those things dialed in. But the truth is like, if we're not constantly updating, constantly recovering and reflecting and all of the things that we've talked about, these systems create bad outcomes. And then if you want to change the outcome, the whole system is going to have to change underneath it. And those are just like downstream things that we don't think about. And there's a ton of uncertainty in that. Man. I didn't think we were going to get here this quickly, but Tetris, Jamie, you just talked, I mean, that has been a huge part of our lives in a, in a previous life. Right. But this is so just talked, funny. I love you, it. You just talked about, but, but you just talked about the foundation changes. Yeah. And if any of you listening have ever played Tetris, right. Which hopefully most of you have. And if you haven't, that's, I, I don't know what we're talking about here, but, but every time you put a piece in, it changes. And that's, that's true of us in our lives and whether it's the foundation that changes or the top layer that is changing, right? Because at some point, yes, maybe we get down to the foundation and all of that changes because we've done the work to get to the point where, okay, all of these things are the foundation and do they matter or do we need to change them? And if we start pulling pieces out of it, yeah. then it all changes and we got to, we got to keep going. Right. And there are times where the foundation stays the same, but every input that we have, whether it's social media, whether it's a book, whether it's TV, whether it's our a conversation we have, every input changes us a little bit, right? And with each one, we have a new top layer or foundation, potentially, depending on how deep it is. Well, and, and the thing I was talking about with the chicken egg conversation is like, you know, in cognitive behavioral therapy, right? It's thoughts begat, emotions begat actions right like so we get our thoughts influence our feelings and our feelings influence our actions and if you continue to research this like they're like well actually the emotion is first and the thought then describes the emotion and that tells us the feeling and then the feeling and the emotion that we're and how we respond to that emotion that creeps up is what's going to dictate the action and so the chicken egg thing really comes back to this this foundational layer what, how do we respond to our emotions? How do we respond to the things that we're thinking? How do we, how do we label, right? And that's one of the inputs that kind of seeps in and creeps in at different times. And like, we have to understand what our foundation even is, 
like, and, and this is why, you know, so much has been made of values and core beliefs and having a mission statement and all this stuff. Right. But all of that is just like, can be just words and it can be just BS and it can be just stuff that we don't actually believe because it hasn't seeped down into our foundation or our core mindset is to me like the core belief system that you have that you operate from i think i think the thing that we potentially haven't done a great job of defining even 100 and some ep- 140 some episodes later it's like what do we believe mindset to be why does why is eyes up mindset such an important thing to us well it's because at a foundational level what we think and believe about ourselves and what we're capable of influences every action we take from there right and then how we respond to those challenges or uncertainties or difficulties right and so when when we talk about mindset interventions or we come in and we talk with athletes or coaches or teams it's like who are you what do you what do you believe at the at the surface and what do you believe at the core and sometimes there's a lot of disconnect there because you've been told to believe a certain thing by a coach or by a parent or by uh, social media and your actual belief there's dissonance right and how many times i would i would ask you this question because you get to do it in the one on one in a in a much cooler way than i've been able to but how many times have you just like wrestled with the dissonance of this is a belief I have about myself and this is the input that I'm getting that is contrary to that belief. Oh, almost always. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it literally is almost every time. And for, for a lot of people, it takes a while to even start to change that even a little bit. Yeah. And, and the goal becomes then, okay, that is still our ingrained belief. And that emotion still comes. And can we reduce the amount of devastation that it has and impact that it has and the frequency then at, at the end of the day is, okay, can we have it happen less often? Can we recover quicker from it? Can we challenge this thing? But to answer your question, always. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it, it seems like so intuitive after doing it and so not into it like to coaches like even to me five or six or ten years ago i'd have been like why don't you believe like look at all the evidence that you've put on paper that tells me you are a freaky freaky athlete and you still doubt that you're capable in the in the biggest spots and i see your performance fall apart when there's no reason for it to other than your belief system has crumbled underneath you and it's like Oh, a parent instilled some lack of belief in you or a coach instilled some lack of belief in you, or there was evidence at a really powerful moment that you didn't do it or couldn't do it. And now we have to try and repair that. And it doesn't make sense, you know, from a coach's perspective, what is going on? You're, you're so talented or the opposite is true, right? Like you have talent and you've not explored it and you just, you don't believe that you can even and like, I mean, I think there's a lot of coaches out there nodding their head right now. Like, man, yeah, I've, I've seen that 50 times and I don't understand it. But the other thing is Jamie in this and the, the, the flip side is as coaches, as leaders, as influence 
people in, in young people's lives for sure. We have to be careful about how and what we say, when we say it, how it's going to impact. You know, obviously, we can't control how people respond or what they internalize. Yeah. But I was just having that a conversation with one of the guys who plays Division One football, is a starter on this football team who's one of the best teams in the country. And we just traced back to his youth football, yeah. he, a very specific moment. And it makes me think of Dr. Rob Bell and the hinge moments, right? Yeah. We've had him on a long time ago. There's a hinge moment for him playing youth football where one of his coaches – made some sort of comment about him being too arrogant and cocky and he had to X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And so for the last 15 years, he has carried that moment and doubted himself and not been able to express and really go attack the thing that he wants because there's always this doubt of, am I coming across as too arrogant, too cocky? Yeah. Versus what? believing in believing in all of the like you said all of the evidence and that's a lot of what we do is like okay give me the evidence yeah. give me the evidence that supports this thing yeah well and, and again the more times we do that the less it impacts us the quicker we can recover the more we can reframe well and and the the same is true when a poor performance happens like give me the evidence that you suck, you know, cause that's the thing going through your head is oh, I suck right now. I'm terrible. I'm the worst ever. No, like what actually happened? How many times have we said that? Like what actually happened? You, you misexecuted on one thing and that now disrupted the next 30 plays. And yeah, there were more bad plays after that, but that's not because you're a bad performer. It's because you were stuck you know 12 plays ago 18 plays ago you're still thinking about something that you did and now the now the belief and like it's why it's so dynamic and so interesting and right why we can have 150 conversations about this or 3000 like we do right is because each time we have an input it's tetris right each time there's a piece you start to look at where could it fit how am i going to place this where could it go and in our version of tetris the new tetris like you have like structures that you make and create to try and get to gold and silver. Like again, just like what a great metaphor, right? Like these gold, silver, extra bonusy type experiences. But the second you misexecute on one of them, how many times? How many times have I been like, "Oh, that was so dumb. That was so stupid. Why did I do that?" Like while playing the game, and yet that's exactly what I do in the rest of my life, too. Right? It's it's representative of how I speak to myself, how I respond to negative situations, how, you know, even in what I'm doing right now, like there's, there's these things that aren't that interesting to do. And then I kind of like, ah, I don't want to do those today. And then they become important because there's a deadline or a timeline. And I'm like, ah, crap. Why did I, why did I procrastinate? I'm so stupid. What like, we do this in every part of our life. It's not just sports. It's not just, you know, I could tell you a million stories about having kids that where I've done something where I'm like, man, that was a really terrible choice. And I feel like a terrible person and I want to go crawl in a hole. Yeah. So Jamie, in our true fashion, I appreciate that we have not lost this in our, our time off and time away. We got right into things, right? You asked me yeah. about how I was doing, what was going on. 
then we re- got right into uh, that's know, the best way whatever it. it is yeah but people want to know about you two what have you been up to what's going on what's new in your life what's good bad otherwise that you want to talk about yeah it, so this summer i i took a job managing a golf course and um our good friend josh who was um who did this at least he was a he was an assistant at a golf course for a little while because he's an exceptional golfer and he he just like yourself yeah he's a way better golfer way 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 let's just keep adding ways you can keep going in your mind as many times as you want listener um because you'll still be right anyway he he was like don't do it man don't do it. It just is, uh, it consumes your life. And it's been true. It really has consumed, uh, the vast majority of the summer. And, um, you know, there's tournaments every weekend and there's events and, and different things that require, but it, in different ways, it's been good too, because I had to hire a staff and manage that staff and, you know, do ordering and purchasing and, and like, think about the big picture of this golf course and then go and execute on a day-to-day basis. And before we press record, we were talking about how sometimes the day-to-day execution is just not that interesting. And it's, it's a reason to look for change and to want to change. And, you know, one of the things that I, I think has been, been frustrating is like a golf course is kind of its memberships playground in a lot of ways, right? You're the adults don't go and play at the playground. So they have these places that they go. Some people go in Minnesota, people go to the lake in, you know, in every state in the country, there are golf courses to provide this outlet for somewhere to go and play. Like humans want to play. We play beanbags and horseshoes and all this stuff when we get together because we, sometimes we want to compete, but like, a golf course is kind of people's outlet. It's their playground. And, and to a degree, you know, like you build a playground and it's just there and you, you kind of go and play, but a golf course is, is not static. It's, it's a living, breathing sort of organism and it requires a lot of inputs. And I don't do the ground stuff. I, there's a superintendent who's awesome at his job. Right. But like a lot of the, frustrations from the membership come to the person in the clubhouse. And so I, I hear about their frustrations with where they want to go and spend their leisure time. And I understand that you want it to be as good of a leisure experience as possible. Um, and at the same time, like that costs money to make, you know, like that is, that is a, that's the job of the business. And then the clubhouse's job is to make money to support the golf course. And so it's just been a very interesting learning experience and it's been a ton of time. And I will say this, my staff has been amazing and it's created opportunities for me to not be there all the time. But I think, you know, one thing that I've learned in a big way is like people are the asset, right? People are the asset of your organization and the better the people and the more you can give them autonomy and trust and belief in themselves, uh, the better the process is going to go. And um, sometimes I feel like I maybe micromanage a little bit. I hope not from their perspective, but sometimes I'm like, hey, you don't have to do it the way that I want you to do it. It's okay. I, I trust you, you know? And 
I, I don't know. So, so that's been a lot of it. Obviously we have, you know, a going on four-year-old daughter and a going on two-year-old son and they are all kinds of busy. Um, <laughs> but, but that's been good. We've been exploring some different ideas to potentially, I don't know, like, start some new things you i don't know breaking like, news right now no you breaking I, we're breaking the yeah. news no callie my wife has a million ideas about how to like things she would like to do in life because she stays home with the kids right now and that's an awesome gift we're able to have it's I, like i'm so grateful <laughs> like that that's where our life is but there you know she's she's a teacher we talk about like, do we want to start a school where it's play-based and like sort of in the Montessori model, but not necessarily affiliated with that? Or do we want to start, you know, a, a gelato store? Cause that would be, we went to, we went to Italy in Croatia. You were there, you were in Croatia. Gelato is a wonderful thing. Um, but like just fell in love with that idea. And she's like, I want to make, you know, like just a lot of things that, we're kind of exploring as next steps, um, not just for her, but for us as a family. And I, not literally all of these things are in their infancy and there's been almost no exploration besides it's an idea, but I want to, you know, go back to what Hannah asks you all the time, right? Like what's stopping us? Why not? What's like, if we want to do it, how do we, how do we make sure that this can happen if that's what we want to do? So let's explore it. Let's identify if it's really a want or if it's a have to, or I have to do this to, to fulfill me in, in life. And I want to give her that too, cause she's given eyes up was that for, for me, you know, and for us. And so I want to create that opportunity for her in whatever way we can, but I don't know what it's going to look like. I should, I should say, and, um, you know, I don't. I've told everyone at the golf course and the board that I'm not coming back next year just because it was kind of always going to be a, a one year sort of thing from my perspective. The golf course needed needed a clubhouse manager because their longtime pro left and they were kind of 11th hour. And so I stepped in and said, Let, let's do this, but probably not going to be longer than a year. And, and that was well, just confirmed. I mean, they don't, they don't call you Jimmy the Saver guy for nothing. So <laughs> that is a I'm whole sure they're different cre- story about our yeah. time in Croatia, but uh, that's from Tom Lucky. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. I'm sure they're incredibly grateful for, you know, the, the time and the opportunity that you gave them to, to have this summer, to have a regular summer, which would yeah. not have been the case had they, you know, not found someone like you to step up to, to take care of that place. And, and to again get them to a place where hopefully we, now we can move forward and and do something that makes it even better. Yeah, and that that was always my goal is like not just be the be the saver guy, but to come in and hopefully move it forward a little bit, right? And I think that's what you know to to a little bit of what we were talking about before we press record again. Like we want to we want progress, we want challenge, we want change, we want. We don't want static all the time. And yet like that longing for something new or different creates uncertainty. And that's the tension. That's that dissonance that, you know, we were talking about It's like, yes, 
I don't want to do the same thing over and over and over again because I get bored and it's not interesting and I don't feel challenged or grow like I'm growing in life. And I kind of just want to do the same thing because I know that it's going to provide this stability and security and all the normal things that I like from my life. And we don't always recognize that doing the same things actually are still changing us. Those inputs <laughs> are still changing us. And I think that's hard. And, and I think of athletes showing up for practice yeah. and especially, you know, right now, whether it's high school, college, whatever, we're getting toward middle of season time where it's like, okay, we've been doing this for six, eight weeks and it's starting to feel like groundhog day. Every day is the same. Now, yeah. every day might not be the exact same, but now we see the pattern of each week, Monday we do this, Tuesday, Wednesday we do this, Thursday, Friday it's this. And it starts to be like, oh, it's the same over and over. And the reality is it might be similar. And hopefully we can recognize that each of those inputs, we have the opportunity for it to change us. And it's going to change us one way or the other. But we have the opportunity for it to change us in a positive way if we can frame it in terms of, hey, I get to go do this thing again. And that's just hard, man. It's hard. Yeah, it really is. I, I even think about the movie Groundhog Day. Like Bill Murray learns to play the piano and to like he learns all kinds of things about Andy McDowell's character and like like is learning throughout each new day, right? We have to take on that same sort of hat to come with what is it that I can, I, I fail at this dude, big time. I fail at this all the time. Like, oh, it is kind of just the same tomorrow, right? Every Thursday looks the same for the most part at the golf course. What can I do this Thursday to make sure that it's a better Thursday for the club, for the employees, for the players, for myself and say, I, I grew today. I got better today because of this openness because I'm intentionally looking for for an opportunity that maybe I didn't see before. Yep. Dude. Well, so we kind of just hopped on Jamie, but I, you know, I, I think one of the things too, that I look forward to, you know, our conversations moving forward, we talked about, okay, we ha we're having similar conversations and now we have opportunities to have different ones because of our experiences where we're at in our lives, those sorts of things. And I do. I mean, I think we have to grow and adapt and change. And so um, I guess that's my hope and my commitment to you is that we're going to continue to find ways um, to make it interesting for, for you guys as listeners, but also, and provide value, but also for us, you know, and, yeah. and, and I look forward to continuing to, to rise to that challenge again. Well, and I think that that will be maybe even the most important challenge. Like if it's interesting for us, it's going to be interesting hopefully for the people that are listening and it, it you know i i said this to an athlete the other day like one of my like downfalls in life is that i want everyone to like me right i want everybody to like me and as a result i behave in such a way that doesn't always fall into my belief system or my value system or my structure of like this is what is important to me because i'm i'm doing what it takes for you to like me i hate not being liked, but, but when we kind of hold true to who we are and what we're about, 
and we and we stay in that value system like and we go and get curious in that place and we're interested like it's going to provide value to somebody and if it's not for you cool we'll see you next week you know what i mean sort of thing like i i'd love to make it interesting for everybody all the time but i think we've learned in in this process like it gets to be a thing that we're not that interested in doing if if it's not moving us forward too and so um yeah, I I also will commit to you and the listeners. Like He's let's doubling down. let's let's do this as well as we can. And not that we ever said no to that challenge before. I think it's true, right? I think we were always wanting to be as good as we can. But let's be real. It gets hard sometimes. It gets hard. And so I I hope that this we're back on a weekly schedule. I don't know that that's going to be true given for the next two or three weeks my life might be might still be pretty busy with golf course stuff, but we're gonna we're gonna try and bring this to you as often as we can, in as cool a way as we can. Um, yeah, anything to add to that, John? No, I mean we could do a live live cast from the golf course, though. I mean, well, I'm gonna be in Bozeman in like three weeks. It's so, a good point. So we might have point. to bring some equipment. It's small microphones are small. You can do yeah. it. It's all good. It's all good. Dude, it's good to see you. Yeah. Thank you, John, for for being the the catalyst once again here. And and thank you to you you guys for showing up, for being a part of who we are and what we do, for believing in this process. I would say share it. And I will I mean share it because that's why we started in the first place. Like get better by being together, by being in community with people. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully you found value today and, and we're challenged by something we said. And something that has not changed, Jamie, you know, is, is the challenge is to, to, like you said, get better every day, find a way to improve, manage the inputs, figure out what's, what's good in your life, who is important in your life and include those things on a daily basis. And as always live eyes up.